0: It's time for J.T. the Brick. Receiver from the University of Colorado, number 21, Cliff Branch. We kick off the summer of Cliff Branch.
1: Pucker drops back to pass, steps up, he looks, over the middle, he's got it, touchdown, Raiders! It's
0: cut by Cliff Branch! The summer of Cliff, Cliff Branch, all summer long. J.T. the Brick. Prepare your phone call, I want Cliff content from you.
1: Stabler plays back to pass, gets a big rush out, of cut the man, favorite
2: throwing deep for Branch, he's got it for 20, but 10, touchdown
0: Raiders! What separated Cliff was he was amazing, meticulous
1: route runner. As we
0: count down to Cliff, the summer of Cliff on the flagship. And now, here's JT the Brick.
1: And filling in for JT today,
3: here's Harry Ruiz. Raider Nation, after waiting 202 days, it's game day! The Raiders, they'll be in action today in the Hall of Fame game preseason week Number zero is how Bobby Machado, our producer, and myself, we had just called it. It It's like, you know what? It's not the real preseason kicking off because the Hall of Fame game, if people during the preseason action usually take it like a 5 out of 10, the Hall of Fame game is usually like a 2 out of 10. They don't go all in. They chill. They relax. And us football fans, when our team isn't playing in it, you're like, hey, cool, there's football. And you watch the first five minutes and then you're like, well, it's not the football I wanted to watch. But, hey, football's back. The difference this year is Raiders football is back. And there's huge differences between football and Raiders football. You see the silver and black out there on the field and you get the juices flowing. You get the energy getting pumped through your veins and you're excited because the Raiders They're going to start doing their thing, and there's extra excitement for the Silver and Black this year because... It's the beginning of the Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler era. And I always say both because there's not one without the other. If you don't get Josh McDaniels to the Raiders, you don't get Dave Ziegler to the team. If you don't get get Dave Ziegler out to Vegas, you don't get Josh McDaniels. So it's very important. And both of them are on the same page. They're on the same train of thought. And that's going to be huge for the Raiders, for the Raider Nation, because what is the goal? A Super Bowl. You want to first take it step by step. You want to win every game you're in. You want to get to double-digit wins. You want to win your division title or, at the very least, be one of the wild card teams to make it into the playoffs. You want to win a playoff game. You want to win two playoff games. Multiple playoff games usually have you at the doorstep of being in the Super Bowl and potentially winning it. So that's the goal right now. The Raiders, in my opinion, they've had a very good offseason, not the best because there are still a couple of holes that you can fill But the Raiders, they're liking what they're seeing on the field right now. And we're finally going to be able to see the team in action in a preseason capacity. It's not not going to be putting all the pieces out there to show the world what you're going to do starting September 11th in Inglewood, California at SoFi Stadium when the Raiders take on the Los Angeles Chargers so it's definitely going to be interesting Raider Nation I want to hear from you I got the most important guest here today on the JT the Brick Show and that's you Raider Nation 702 365 9200 I want to get your calls in today what are you excited about the most in this first day of preseason action game day action for the Raiders you'll be able to tune into the game live here on Raider Nation Radio nine twenty AM we're going to go straight to the game. Right now, I'm on the air from Nuna1 with the JT The Brick Show. Q with Unnecessary Roughness from one to three and then from three to five the man himself jt the brick he's got the official pregame show here on raider nation radio for you we got our first caller of the day and i'm excited to hear from her because she's usually busy at this time of day when i'm on the air but right now she's in canton ohio she's out there to support the silver and black the raiders just when wendy is on the line wendy how are you today
2: I'm great. It's so cool to hear from you. And I've got uh, Silver and Black Panther, Raider Reggie, is in the car with me. Yeah,
3: the family's out there.
2: We're calling in from Canton and just want to tell everybody out there in Raider Nation that we love you and we are going to yell for all of you guys. And please get to Canton sometime in your lifetime because going to the Hall of Fame and touring that museum was the high point for me. I mean, it was so incredible. They had video presentations and all the old, the history of the actual sport and then the history of the game and then the history of the Super Bowl and then the history, you know, just so much that's so incredible. If you love this game as much as I do, you've got to come here and see this.
3: Oh, my God. I can only imagine. I saw videos online of the Raiders touring the facility, both the Hall of Fame and the stadium where they will be playing today. And I started getting chills. And you see Devontae Adams seeing the bus that they have up up there of the players that are enshrined. And it's like he posted and said motivation. And that's where every player should want to be. Wendy, I got to ask you. uh, sorry. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it.
2: Okay, so yesterday when I was at the Hall of Fame, so then as soon as I was done shopping in the little store, the Raiders showed up to do their tour. Oh, my God, that's awesome. I was out there with, you know, there was probably 15 or 20 Raider fans hanging out when they walked in, and I got to talk to John Abrams um, and um, Dave Ziegler. I got to talk to Dave Ziegler (laughs) and... It was just so cool. So they were coming in for their tour. So that was awesome, and it's just been an an amazing trip. I'm so excited today. So here, go ahead and tell me your question, and then we'll we'll talk to Raider Reggie too.
3: How many Silver and Black fans have you seen out there so far? Because I'm hearing that that it's getting painted Silver and Black.
2: Raider Nation is here, baby. Oh yeah, we've been meeting people from West Virginia. So um, staff from West Virginia was here. We just met him. And people from all over the country are here. And, you know, we always they always ask us, where are you from? And we're asking them where they're from, and they're from everywhere. It is so Bravo cool. Raider Nation, baby.
3: Yeah, Raider Nation's worldwide. Reggie, the East Coast is showing up right now big time because it's a huge weekend for the Raiders. How are you feeling being surrounded by all, not fellow fans, but fellow family members? Because that's what the hey. Raider Nation is.
4: Exactly. That's what's so awesome about it. It's
5: just like me and Wendy right now. The the coolest part about that is we met over this radio channel and Twitter. Like, we ended up brothers and sisters off of this radio station right here. So then we see all these other people out here, and they're br- coming up to us like, who are these two people? And they see this picture of us on Twitter, <laughs> and they're like, that's just Win Wendy and Raider Red- <laughs>
3: That's awesome and I'm so I'm so happy that Raider Nation Radio 920 AM exists because you get to connect of course we love football we love sports but we love the Raiders. We love the Raider Nation and it gets yeah. everybody even more pumped up and I'm I'm loving hearing all the stories coming out of Canton right now of people getting together. I know Rilla's out there, Gorilla Rilla and yeah, yeah. Jungle Jane and everybody out yeah. there from the Black Hole. Guys, have a blast. Please enjoy hey, yourself.
2: Tell you one more th- go, for it, think, go for it. Go for it. So as far as the game goes I'm looking to see how the defense communicates. I'm looking to see if those guys can get out there and look like they know what they're doing, that they're not confused. And, I mean, I know they're playing for their, for their job. So whoever is on the field, on the defense, that's who I'm watching for. So uh, that's my big deal is watching the defense tonight.
3: And you know what, Wendy? I want to see who the next Nate Hobbs is. That kid earned yeah. his spot <laughs> last year. <laughs> He earned yeah, his spot yeah. in the preseason. Hey,
2: look at Nate looks like a starter, don't he?
3: <laughs> oh my God. He's, he doesn't look like a starter, he looks like a star. Take the er Ur out of it. He looks like a star.
2: That's my boy. Yeah. All right. We love you, Harry. Wish
3: you were here. Hey, thank you so much, Wendy. I really appreciate the call, and I was finally able to get you on the air because you're busy. But right now, (laughs) I think you called in sick, so that's a perfect day to call in sick, the (laughs) Hall of Fame day. Take care, Reggie. Take care, Wendy. Take care, Raider Nation. Hey, I got to ask you one last question. (laughs) Hey, is it raining right
2: now? Uh, Not right now. Don't say anything about it. Maybe it'll pass over.
3: All right, yeah. I need all that rain to get out of the way right now and then at night leave it leave the game alone. Thank you so much. Raider Reggie and Jesswin Wendy, all the way from Canton, Ohio, tuning in to the JT the Brick Show. We're on the air today from noon to one. Q is on the air from two to sorry from one to three and JT from three to five. We're taking you all the way up to game day. The Raiders are in action today here on Raider Nation Radio. 9:20 a.m. taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Hall of Fame game. Preseason week number zero. We got another caller on the line, Mitch from New Jersey. Mitch, how are you today, and welcome to the JT The Brick Show.
6: Thanks for taking my call. Harry. hope everything is well. Uh, I changed my first diaper today. Well, it's been a long time, 28 years, but I did it. Uh, I can't wait to check out the game. I hope. We, I wish we'd just uh, play our practice squad. I don't want anybody to get hurt, especially the uh, top two guys in every depth. I'm looking forward to see what Nick Mullen has Zim our way, but I do want to see Farrell play every single snap because he's got a lot to prove. First round pick, fourth in that round. You think you're going to see a lot of action and you think he'll make the team. Harry, nice talking to you. You know, and that's, I wonder, that's a night, great is it 99 point right there. there in Ohio? Is it 99 in Ohio or is it cool over there? Because it's 99 over here.
3: No, Ken, I'm hearing that it's going to be rainy tonight. And I was listening to Heidi and Vinny, who are on location out there at the Hall of Fame, and they were saying that they were seeing lightning strike and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, ooh, you don't want to hear that. You know, there's a five-mile radius in the stadium. Like, if there's lightning in a five-mile radius, they're going to stop the game. And it's a preseason game, and it's a Hall of Fame game, so they might not want to go back out and play. So I'm just hoping the weather permits the teams to do their thing. I love your points. I know that they're not just going to play practice squad guys. They do want to see some of the fellas out there on the field, but we've seen injuries and I'm knocking on wood. We've seen injuries in the Hall of Fame game. We don't want to see anything of that. And I love your point with Clean and Furrow. The guy has a huge chip on his shoulder. Thanks again. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mitch from New Jersey calling in today and Cleon Furl, that's true. That might be a guy that you want to see on the field. And look, there's two ways about it. He's either going to be on the Raiders or he's not going to be on the Raiders once the season starts. And depending on what the Raiders see from him at training camp and what they see from him in preseason action, there that might be the reason that they make a decision to go one way or the other. He's under contract for the rest of the year, football year, and that's it. What's going to happen next? So, for him, he has that huge chip on his shoulder that he hasn't been able to pan out the way a guy like Max Crosby has been able to pan out. A way like a guy that like Hunter Renfro has been able to pan out. Both of them drafted on the same draft as Cleveland Furl. So, the difference is Cleveland Furl got drafted number four in the draft. Hunter Renfro got drafted in the fifth round. Max Crosby got drafted in the fourth round. Both of them got paid. Both of them have produced on the field. Now, Cleveland, this might be your last shot to show off what you have on, uh, with the Raiders. So do your thing. I want him to succeed. I want him to do great things. And someone that does great things day in and day out, on the radio, on TV, anywhere he shows up, on social media, he does great things is the man himself, JT the Brick. He's joining us live from Canton, Ohio, where he will be on the air with the official pregame show from 3 to 5, but he had to join us here today, and I'm so happy to have you here on the air on your show, JT. How are you doing today?
0: Great, Harry, and thanks for doing this. Great time out in Canton. It's been a amazing so far, amazing first night for the Cliff Branch uh, reception when we got here at the team hotel, and The legends are all here, and Mark Davis and the entire staff are putting on a massive event. And we got a game coming up. So, as you said, I'll be hosting the pregame coming up here in a couple of hours. It rained pretty hard today. It's really overcast. It's been like Vegas, where Vegas was over the last couple of weeks, where it's threatening to rain a little bit humid. But, you know, there's some guys who got to play tonight because this is a team that the starters don't have to play, but we know some of the battles and the position weaknesses or parts of the team that have to get better. So I don't think this is a relevant, real important game like the rest of the preseason because it's game number zero, but it'd be really nice if the Raiders showed up up front on the offensive and defensive line and played real physical.
3: And you know what, JT, I've been saying it all week long I want to find the next Nate Hobbs and I'm not talking about the next stud cornerback. I'm trying to find the next guy that steps up in the preseason the same way that Nate Hobbs did it last year against Seattle and against the Rams. And it was like, all right, this fifth round rookie, we're not sending him to San Francisco to the week three preseason game because he earned a spot and he's on the final roster on our 53 man roster. And that's what these preseason games are for, for the guys that we probably don't know and that go out there, show out and earn their spots.
0: Yeah, Harry, and what's interesting, you mentioned Hobbs, and I've been saying for weeks, he will start at corner, probably outside corner, because Trayvon Mullen hasn't played in a while, and he's been working through an injury, and Hobbs can do that, and the strength of the Raiders would get Mullen back to be close to 100% at some point and have Hobbs on the inside or, or mix and match, but a very good point here. Dylan Parham, the first pick the Raiders got in the third round, he's been practicing, as you know, you've been there out at practice center, Guard, you know, they can swing him around. So he's a guy that's got to get a lot of action the rest of the depth of the offensive line. Who is this second-tier offensive line in case of an injury where someone might have to play six games or three games up against a gauntlet of a schedule that is not going to be easy? So what I find fascinating about this offseason, it's Dave Ziegler's team now as the evaluator with Josh McDaniels. The guys who were here before they got here got extended, most of them. Carr, Max Crosby, they bring in Devontae and Chandler Jones. Everybody else is fighting for a job, and they might even make the team this year, but they're going to have a great offseason, Dave Ziegler, next year. And they're going to really go in with a full draft, and they're going to really go in there in free agency and bring in the final pieces of this roster that maybe can get the Raiders to a Super Bowl when the Super Bowl is in Vegas. So. This is a work in progress. This is a huge evaluation. We saw that when Gruden took over. We saw it with Del Rio. We saw it with the other coaches when they got a chance to see the roster and then start bringing in their guys. And there weren't a lot of guys to bring in because Devontae Adams demanded two picks. So Devontae's not going to play. Carr you know, probably doesn't play in the preseason, but a lot of other guys, those second- and third-string guys who are going to end up on special teams, who are going to be backups, are going to play a big role on this team because if someone goes down in the AFC West, you've got to have talent to step up, especially on the offensive line going up against Mack and Bosa, what Kansas City can do up front, the physicality of Denver. and I think Josh McDaniels is trying to become a coach of a very physical run team that's going to be a passing team because the strength of the team is Devontae, Hunter, and Waller. This is a passing team that's going to win games and shootouts, but it's also going to be a physical team that can run out the clock, run on third and short, pick up first down so the defense doesn't have to go out and play a long game because that's really been really the Achilles heel of this team. This franchise is the scoring defense is the worst in the league. They don't turn it over much. They don't intercept the ball. They gotta get off the field and then give the ball back to Derek so Derek can go no huddle faster. Like we talked about last year, they didn't play enough no huddle. They didn't play with the sense of urgency in the running game. You know, they were very predictable on certain downs and distances. That won't happen with Josh McDaniels. He'll open this thing up if he has the pass protection and the run blocking to do it.
3: Exactly. And I love what you just brought up, JT. And I love the roster the Raiders have right now. I know it could be better, but I'm liking what I'm seeing. Now, can you imagine with the full seven picks from the draft next year, including the most important ones, the first and second rounders, where the most talented guys usually go, but if you end up finding those gems like the Raiders have the last couple of years in the Crosbys, in the Renfros, in the Hobbs, in those fourth and fifth round picks, you compliment all of that, and this Raider franchise, they might be set up for a very, very bright future, and where better else than right
0: here in Vegas? Well, I think they are set up with a good future with the talent and the guys that are locked up, the veterans, the younger veterans like Max Crosby, the young players who are going to be here now in the cornerstone of the franchise, including the quarterback. But, again, I still think there are a couple of holes. There are holes on the offensive line. The secondary, again, there's some competition out there. And I don't know much about the linebackers. I've been out of practice, and, you know, the linebackers, other than Perryman, they don't pop. They don't pop off you and say, wow, look at that. That player looks like someone who can dominate a football game. And I want to see the depth that they have at linebacker because some of these offensive lines are going to play – You know, the second depth of that defense, the Raider linebackers. And what about Jonathan Abram? Is he going to be on this team as a starter? Is his job on the line? Can he cover in the passing game? Can he step up and prove to not be a worrisome player for this franchise, to have Merrick and to have Abram on the back end and feel confident with him? I don't know many Raider fans who are confident with Jonathan Abram now. He's got to build that confidence with a little bit of play in the preseason. I want to see who's playing. Again, tonight's going to be fun. It's about Cliff. It's about the legends who are here. This is a Cliff Branch party on steroids. I've never seen anything like it. I've been here six times. I emceed Stabler and Flores' party, which were unbelievable. This is completely next level from everything that they're doing here. So it felt like this was the perfect scenario for Mark Davis to have the team play here, to dedicate the Hall of Fame and have this experience for his best friend, Cliff Branch to have the players show up because they were generously invited by this owner who picked up the majority of the tab, and everybody's here to have a party. This is a party for the Raider Nation. You'll see it tonight in glimpses during the game, and then the real excitement comes on Friday, Saturday night.
3: Hey, the summer of Cliff is about to reach its most important point. Saturday morning, 9 a.m., the induction ceremony kicks off. JT, I just want to give you a couple of names. Keep your eye out there, all right? So Darian Butler, number 58, uh, undrafted free agent from Arizona State. I've liked what that linebacker has been doing at practice. And then two cornerbacks that have gone a little bit under the radar, but I've seen them do, do big plays. Number 41, Chris Jones, and number 31, Craven LeBlanc. I like what I've seen at practice from them, and they're trying to earn a spot on this team and these preseason games they're perfect for them so keep your eye on them jt today from three to five don't miss the man the myth the legend he'll be on the air here on raider nation radio nine twenty a.m jt please enjoy yourself out there and represent the raider nation just like only you know how to
0: do it speed kills the party for clip ranch the game tonight raider nation unite i'm honored to be out here And I'm honored to be on this flagship with Q and Vinny and everybody who's out here, the entire lineup. And you're a part of this lineup. So thanks for doing this, Harry. We'll talk to you over the weekend.
3: Absolutely. J.T. the Brick calling in to the J.T. the Brick show as we're about to take our first commercial break here on today's show. If you want to call in 702-365-9200, that's where you got to. Call us and give us your takes ahead of tonight's game. Remember, the JT The Brick Show is presented by Grimaldi's Pizzeria. Hands down, my favorite pizza in Las Vegas. Only at Grimaldi's Pizzeria can you get famous New York-style coal-fired brick oven pizza that you crave. Grimaldi's has four locations in the Las Vegas Valley. To find one near you, go to Grimaldi'sPizzeria.com. Back to the JT the Brick Show with
6: today's
7: guest host
1: Harry Ruiz. They were first and ten, back again. Going deep to Branch up the left side, head and head battle, and he makes a diving catch at the thirty. He gets up, nobody touching. He's at the three. He's at the ten. Time's salvaged. The open coliseum is coming apart here. But Branch made a diving catch, being covered on the play by Stucky. He was deep behind it. Crutch came back, dives, got up because nobody had touched him. Then he sprinted 20 more yards to score. 72 yards. Oakland is leading 20 to 19, and now in trying to make it a two-point edge. Sable will hold. Low snap. Spot kick. Good. And so the Oakland Raiders, a team that has always had a time bomb, hit it. Somebody got that time bomb is quoted at time on the most incredible catch of the year by Chris Ranch to the Raiders.
3: Listening to those Cliff Branch highlights, that get, they get me hyped up. They get me so excited. And Raider Nation, it's game day, so it's time to head out and get those Modelo's ready. Modelo is a proud sponsor of the Raiders and the official beer of fans with the fighting spirit. It doesn't matter where you come from, it matters what you're made of. Modelo is a crisp, pilsner-style lager that sets the standard for authentic Mexican beer. How excited is the Raider Nation today? I see the phone lines Lighting up. And coming up right now, I got Alan in Vegas calling in. Alan, it's great to hear from you, man. How hyped are you for tonight? Oh,
5: Harry, my brother, I am so stoked for this game. You said 202 days, right?
3: 202 days. I don't know who's counting me. But, damn, man, I needed this. I need football back in my life.
5: Absolutely. I needed it in the worst way. I'm glad we made it. Hall of Fame game, a chance for us as a nation to honor the players that have come through our TV sets and through our eyes in person and see the future Raiders and all the future Jaguars play too. But, uh, Mr. Reeves, can I give a shout out to some fans across the world?
3: Absolutely. Please do so.
5: Yes, sir. Because, what you know, it it never stops to amaze me that this nation is so global. It's one big family. You got Wendy, Reggie, who were just on, Rossi, who's halfway across the world. You got Mitch, Sarah, Passionist, Fargo, El Paso Raider. And then those fans close to home, a like Raider, man, 211. My boys, Jess and Jason, OC Raider, Vegas Raider, and everybody. I hope you enjoy the game. Enjoy those ice cold Modellos. And just, we're almost there. One more month. And so we play the Cardinals at Allegiant.
3: Heck, you know what, bro? I'm hearing a lot of folks are coming in from out of town for the preseason game on August 14th because they just want to be surrounded by Raider fans and go out to have dinner the night before the game. Tailgating might be a little bit tough because it's going to be like 173 degrees out here, but just enjoying the company, and I'm I'm excited. I saw Gorilla Rilla out here at the M Resort last week when he came out for practice when he got invited by the team, and that got me all excited because I'm like, damn. Football season's here, and that's what it's all about, Raider Nation. Yes, the team is the one that unites us all, but the Raider Nation—we're on another level, man.
5: Oh, uh, you know these fans show up regardless of the heat of the weather. I mean, I went to a few tokens last season where it was uh, 105 degrees, blistering hot. But man, the the parking lots were—they hey, were at the time they were halfway full. Fans are showing up. With a asada on the grill, ice cold drinks, hey, it don't matter. We show up.
3: Exactly. You know what? This game, the August 14th game, I might not go in a suit and tie. I might, I might go on a T-shirt just because I want to go out to the tailgates a little bit and see how it's going on. Alan, it's always great hearing from you, man. Enjoy tonight's game. Listen to it here on Raider Nation Radio 920 or on Deportes Vegas. I'll be on the call for two of those quarters. Thank you so much, Alan, and thanks for all the action out there on social media.
5: Hey, thank you, brother. I appreciate all, everything
3: you do. Keep thank, it up. Thank you so much. Alan in Vegas. Follow him on Twitter. Allen in Vegas. Pretty easy to find, find him. We got our next caller on the line, Jay from Monterey. Jay, good afternoon, and happy Raiders game day. Hey, man.
4: The Raiders. Yes, sir. Hey, listen. Rip Harry. Thank you, my friend. Gracias,
2: señor Ruiz, for la
4: oportunidad. Thanks for the... the Chance to come on to JT's show. JT out there getting it done. Shout out to that whole lineup. He said him to Big Chenzo. Hey, Harry, listen, you're gonna have to keep me on point, bro. Because remind me to breathe because I'm juice dog. It's go time. It's... It is go time. We've been waiting. That nation's been waiting. Wendy's out there getting it done. I tuned into the app, okay? Because I'm always listening to the Raiders plus the Legion all day long. Hey, listen, Clay Baker, the Madman. Let's call. Let's call him out, Heidi. Let's go, Heidi. The whole crew getting it done today. Hey, all of the nation that, that Alan from Vegas just called out, I couldn't echo his sentiment more. Nation, you are family. We are family. It's Black Thursday, baby. The raid is. Hey, listen, we're going back to Canton. To Canton. Yes, I did it. Yes, I said it. Hey, listen, JT, thanks to JT out there in in, in Canton. Thanks again for the platform and all that you do. Mark Davis, Mr. Davis. Thank you. Thank you, Mark Davis. Hey, but to the point, you were talking a little bit about what do we want to see. I want to see Antonio Pierce's boy out there locking down a spot uh, with Denzel. I want to see, uh, I want to see, uh, that's that Darian Butler, right? I want to see Darian, Darian Butler, Butler ASU kids, yes, sir. Executing, right? I want to see him executing the plan. He doesn't have to be a superstar. I want to see him executing the, the plan. Of course, you want to see the big uglies, right? You got to see what's going on in the trenches. Got to see that. But I also want to see Demarius, the, the obscure. Okay, if we're going to talk about obscure halfbacks, there's a kid Demarius. I want to see him. I want to see, half, uh, not halfback, I'm sorry, DB. Right, what's it? What's his name? Dem- Demarius, and I can't remember his, uh, his last name. But also there's that kid Sam. Sam, again, I can't remember his last name. Sam Webb. Another, another there you go. I want to see Sam Webb. We know that Nate Hobbs is an animal. I believe in Mullen, man. Everybody's talking about how fragile he is, but it's only been a couple of injuries that have kept him on the side. I want to believe in Abram, but, my man, you just got to show me, John. Just go execute, John. I'm going to believe in Trayvon because both them Trayvons, I think, are going to be good. The secondary is going to be tight. But primarily I want to see the trenches. I want to see Butler and how Antonio Pierce deploys that missile, and I want to see those young uh, DBs. We've got to see that if we can lock that down, Give Max and Chandler, um, hopefully Chandler's all right. He's been missing a lot of practice time. So, you know, shout out to Chandler being, being game ready when it's time to go. But, uh, Harry, hey, it's a pleasure talking to you, man. I can go on for days. I want to share the, you know, share the love with the nation. And, uh, you know, just thanks, man. Hey, listen, he's at the 20. He's at the 10.
1: Touchdown! The most incredible touchdown of the season, Chris Press! Holy
3: Toledo! Let's go Raiders! There he goes, Jay for Monterey. Got me excited even more ahead of tonight's game. He might even take my job if he starts speaking more Spanish and doing those calls in español. Now we are going to the city of the 915, Sun City, El Paso, Texas. We got Coach on the line. Coach, how you doing?
6: What's up, Harry? This is uh, Javier Diaz, Bowie High School hey, baseball coach. Hey,
3: what's up, time. Javi? How you doing, man? <laughs>
6: I'm doing good brother just just enjoying excited about another Raider another Raider season upon us and great to hear from you all success to you, what you're doing it's an honor to be on JT the Brick Show first time caller first time on the on the getting through the line so I'm just I'm just on it and, and I'm so happy I'm happy for the Raider Nation the players the city of Las Vegas the old school Raider fans the Oakland fans the, the LA fans I came in when I when they were in LA and I was a little boy down there in LA and I'm just happy, man. I'm I'm happy to, to have another season upon us and just the feeling of the positivity that I feel it's coming towards the nation now and the Raiders and every all the good things that are happening. I'm just excited, Harry.
3: Oh man, that's the thing. It's at first when you heard the names Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler and you're like, all right, McDaniels, he's the Patriots' offensive coordinator. Ziegler, you look at his pass <laughs> and it's mostly Patriots. And as a Raider, you're like man, anything that smells like Patriots, you got a negative negative stigma going towards it. But they've been doing a good job with the silver and black. They've been getting good work done with the Raiders. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Now they're with our team. Now they're our guys. And now it's time to get the job done. And this is the first opportunity they get to have their players on the field. I know it's preseason. You as a coach know that in preseason, you don't get to see everything. But at the end of the day, You get to see yeah. players on the field rocking the best uniform in professional sports, and that has everybody on another level right now. And now, if that's today on August fourth, can you imagine September eleventh against right. the Chargers regular free, fr- season? Free Damn. football,
6: baby! Free football. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it- great. Uh, as long as they don't bring in the the. Um... The talk will the stuff with them because that, that's over and done with and forgotten, right? We, we don't want to hear none of that anymore.
3: <laughs> hey, you know what? If if, <laughs> yeah. if we got a couple of calls in our favor, I ain't going to complain. I ain't going to complain at <laughs> right? all. They've, they owe us for 20 years now. So I ain't going to oh, complain man, about that. About
6: it. Yeah. I will say something, Harry, and, and I think for me, I'm always preaching this to my son. My son's a, uh, one of the quarterbacks at Eastwood High School right now. He's a junior going into his junior year. And one thing that you know, he he's always been a Mahomes guy, and you know, you know, the Kyler Murrays and the this and the that, and you know, I just I just I want to give a different perspective. You know, right now everybody's weighing in on the Deshaun Watson, and you know, you've seen other quarterbacks come and go, the Manzels and the this and the that, and you know, the the trouble Michael Vick got in, you know, and and sometimes we don't stop and appreciate and really value the work that uh that Derek Carr has done for the organization. Stand up guy you know a team guy a leader we we're, we're actually we're actually blessed to have a quarterback like that and sometimes you know everybody wants to look at the bad at the bad at the bad you know what you look at his numbers they stack up with anybody you know and and there's times when he hasn't had the weapons out there but right now it seems like right now we're peaking at all positions at all skill positions and here we go you know he has that that old uh, you know connection with his boy in college at Fresno and I just, you know, sometimes I told my son, I said, that guy has character, son, and that character goes a long way in any sport, in any league, and in life. And I think we just stop. sometimes we need to really stop and give props to Derek Carr because, you know what, he's our quarterback, and ride or die, we're going to go with him. And obviously the organization believes in him, you know, because here he is again, you know, as our
3: starting QB. Exactly, and they brought in his best friend his former college teammate mm-hmm. Devonte Adams the best wide receiver in football so they absolutely believe in him and you know what right now it's prove it time show them that what you have and hopefully the defense they stand up and they do a better job than they have in the recent years Javi coach right. Thank you so much for your call man I really appreciate you calling in here to today's JT the Brick yeah. show all the way from my favorite city in the world El Paso El, Texas
0: El El hey,
6: chuco. That's right, baby. And I will call in, I will call in in Spanish too, Harry. I'm going to keep an eye on you now. Now that I got through, I'm going to do it in Spanish too. Hey,
3: Spanish, <laughs> English, uh, whatever language, French, we'll take right. your calls. Thank you so much. 9-1-5, five,
6: baby. Hope- I- 915, 915
3: Home and Away Bowie High School, baby. Here we go. There you go. Uh, Javi, shout out to all the Texas Hardcore Raider Booster Club out there in El Paso, Texas. They do a fantastic job getting all the Raider Nation together in El Paso. By the way, fun fact they were the first officially recognized booster club in the state of Texas by the Raiders. So, shout out to them out there. And, El Paso. And shout out also to our friends at Remy Martin, proud partners of the JT The Brick Show. Whether it's a Remy sidecar, Remy old-fashioned, or just on ice, Remy Martin Cognac should always be your choice. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride with a Remy Martin by your side. Remy Martin, team up for excellence. Raider Nation, 702-365-9200. This is your last chance to call in on today's JT The Brick Show. Let's go to a break and we'll be right back.
6: To the JT The Brick Show with today's guest host, Harry Ruiz.
1: Well, I mean, it was best said by Gene Upshaw. You win, you keep playing, you lose, you go home. Once you get in the playoffs, you play the season and get in the playoffs. And in order to continue, you have to win because you don't want to go home. You don't want to get in the playoffs and then play one game and then you go home. It's... It's a it's a second season. It's a very important season. Not a way to get that clowning glove. And Gene Upshaw put it best, man. He said, "You win, you continue to play. You lose, you go home." And and players uh, that stuck in players' mind. And 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 the preparation, the intense, the study of of our film and stuff for our opponent was intense. It was it was blocking out any distraction and focusing on. On the playoffs in the task
3: hand, the summer of Cliff is about to reach its apex. Its most important moment when he officially becomes a Hall of Famer on Saturday, and finally, he just won, baby. He finally made it. It took a long time, and we had to wait for the Veterans Committee to get him in. But it doesn't matter one way or another. However, he got there. Finally, Cliff Branch justice is made. The number of Hall of Famers right now is 346. That number will increase over the weekend, including the late great Cliff Branch. We heard from JT calling in from Canton, Ohio, and he said it's a party. It's going to be great out there. I heard that there's over 100 alumni that's going to be flown in to Canton, Ohio to have a blast out there and enjoy and celebrate the life and the great accomplishments that Cliff Branch had in his career and finally another Hall of Famer. We'll see number 21 in the halls of Allegiant Stadium very soon right there with all the other Hall of Famers that the Raiders had in their ranks. So Raider Nation, we had a lot of calls. And I really, really appreciate you guys for that, and we'll take any calls that you guys shoot our way in the next 10 minutes, 702-365-9200. But we also got some sound bites prepared from before the Raiders left town and when they were up there in the podium at Raiders headquarters after or before practice in the case of the next fellow that we will listen, Josh McDaniels, the head coach of the Raiders. I love this quote when our very own Q Myers asked them about learning how not to lose games. And he took it as a trick question, but here's what Josh McDaniels had to say.
7: Go ahead, Q. <laughs> at, this, at this stage, would you consider it more teaching not to lose with the guys than it is more coaching to win games right now? When you say that, what do you mean? Like, are you guys doing more teaching as, hey, you know, more discipline type stuff right now just to get the, the fundamentals locked in as opposed to how you want to run things? <laughs> That's a trick question. Uh, can we skip Q? I Go to the- <laughs> no. Um, I think I think here, here it's the same. Okay. You can't win until you learn how to not lose. Right, 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 right. That's at the end of the day. That's it. You know what I mean? And so, you know, if we fumble the ball on the ground, we're going to lose. You know, so we can't win. And so, to me, you don't do one without the other. Um, so, coaching our team and getting them to understand that if we commit a bunch of penalties, if we turn the ball over, you know, more than, than other teams do, um, we're not going to win. And so we have to learn how to not put ourselves in those positions and that those are the most important fundamentals that we can do, you know, in terms of the big picture is don't hurt yourself, you know, make the other team do it, you know, make the other team earn it every single play, every single quarter, every single game. And until any team learns how to do that, you just, you're just you giving the other team too much of an advantage too often. And so for our players, I think we understand it. We'll see. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, but I think they're getting the, the idea of, you know, Lester Cotton, uh, you know, just tell you a, a funny story, but, you know, Lester Cotton jumped off sides right at the beginning of the one-on-one period yesterday, and he wasn't even going the other guy was going. So Lester, you know, he just took off and, you know, did a lap, right? And he comes back and he looks at me and he goes, I'm tired, boss. You know, and then he has to go in there and do a rep. And then he comes out of the rep and I said, how was that? And he goes, I I don't want to run no more laps, you know? And and, and it's starting to, to sink in that there's a penalty. There's a cost to a mistake that you can prevent, you know? And whether it's the ball on the ground You know, you saw, you know, a couple balls on the ground yesterday, which is a couple too many. Um, You know, if that happens in a football game, we put the ball on the ground. It's hard to just say we're trying to coach to win. You know, you have to learn how to not lose the game and then you have a shot to win. Um, You know, and and a lot of games in our league are lost, you know, with mistakes and errors. And so um, I think they're one and the same. I really do.
3: There you go, Josh McDaniels. Great question from Q Myers, and that's something that the Raiders, unfortunately, have been doing plenty of over the past two decades, shooting themselves in the foot, losing games that you had an opportunity to win. Heck, I remember the last game in Oakland. They lost against the Jaguars because of their own mistakes and also a bad call. Derek Carr, he slid out of bounds to before sorry, stepping out of bounds, and the referee stopped the clock. And that's not what should have happened. They should have let the clock run out and have a huge celebration in the town at the Coliseum. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but just prevent mistakes. And that's something that you got to be fundamentally sound. You got to be able to put yourself in the best position to win games. And the Raiders, they struggled with it for a lot of years. So now you got a new coaching staff in town. Now you got a general manager that was embedded in the culture of a winning franchise, the winningest franchise over the last two decades, and hopefully they're able to bring some of that winning out to Las Vegas and be able to implement the stuff that they learned the best out there. Of course, we don't like that it's the Patriots, but at the end of the day, now they're Raiders, now they're rocking the silver and black, and now, guess what? Their individual success will become a success for the team. And that's what the Raiders want at this moment. Something that we're going to be keeping an eye on is the rookies. These games are super important for them. And one of them that will be in action today is Dylan Parham, the rookie out of the University of Memphis. He played out there for four years. He was a four year starter, 50 games rotating between right guard, left guard, and right tackle. He talks about how difficult it is playing multiple positions.
5: No, sir. And I think uh, the University of Memphis really helped me with that. Just because I played so many positions back then, I had to know everything amongst the offensive line went from guard, guards, a little bit of center and tackle, and so it's just like that really prepared me for this next level.
3: And that's something that the Raiders have loved from offensive linemen from recent years until now, versatility. We're able to move you around, and that has worked great since they moved to Vegas. Because in 2020, you immediately had the injuries to Trent Brown, Richie Incognito, and you were able to plug and play other fellas in those positions and be able to use them in a, positive manner and then you go back to last year week one Denzel Good is out Rich Incognito is out in camp he doesn't play in the whole season and you're you find yourself in a position in a spot that you don't want to be in but guess what bad luck you're, that's your, your position at the moment. You have to be able to move players around in the Raiders' offensive line. They've had versatility. They've been able to move around, plug and play, next man up mentality. And at times it has been hard because the guys aren't prepared. But at other times, I loved what I saw from Denzel Good in 2020. Unfortunately, he had that injury last year and he ended up retiring this season. I wish he could have played, but he's focusing on other stuff in life right now. Can't blame him. It's his life. He can live it however he wants. Denzel Bueno, wish you the best, man. But for now, it's an opportunity for other players to come in and do their thing. I'm excited for Dylan Parham, the Raiders' first draft pick in the 2022 draft. But at the end of the day, we got to know that. Yes, he's the first Raiders draft pick of the draft, but he's a third rounder. He's not one of the guys that you think of, we're going to put him in and play him in week one. I had people on social media when I posted the depth charts complaining, why isn't Parham listed as a starter? I'm like, man, he's a rookie. He's one of the guys that I see running laps the most around the Raiders fields out at training camp because he's still learning as a rookie. He's committing mistakes, but that's what the training camp sessions are for that's what the preseason games are for make those mistakes right now not in September once the season starts because you make a mistake right now and you send the team five yards back all right cool it's a preseason game once it starts in week one week two week three and we see what happened last year with Alex Leatherwood, who was struggling mightily with false starts with holdings that gets you in a terrible spot and if you lose a game because of a penalty that makes you have a terrible season. Dude, just change a couple of those games to a positive outcome for the Raiders. That's 12 wins. That puts you in a better spot to in the playoffs. Raiders, this is a perfect moment right now. And if there's mistakes, don't fault the guys. It's preseason. That's what this is for. Cover those mistakes. Raider Nation. Check out the game at Red Redtail at Resorts World. The J to the Brick Show is brought to you by Resorts World Las Vegas. Red Redtail, a social interactive gaming lounge with sports betting on site, live entertainment, and dueling pianos. Three private karaoke rooms and expensive TVs to watch the big game and every major UFC card. Check out Raiders tonight out there at Resorts World. It's amazing. It's an incredible facility out here at the Las Vegas Strip. We're going to go straight all the way up to kickoff here on Raider Nation Radio. Q is coming up from 1 to 3. And then JT The Brick and Eric Allen, they're live from Canton, Ohio from 3 to 5 p.m. Catch them live here on Raider Nation Radio with the official Raiders Broadcast. Personally, I'll be on Deportes Vegas, 1460 a.m. You can catch the game in Spanish. I'll be sharing some highlights if we have some tomorrow on social media. I'm Harry Ruiz. This is the JT the brick show. Have a fantastic game day, Raider Nation. Hey!